the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So, how was your weekend? I'm going to take a little time to tell you a personal story, if you don't mind. Uh, Saturday night, I had tickets to go see the Jersey Boys at the Benetton. I had seen the show once before, and even though I uh, despise Broadway musicals, I really like this one. So I came back for more. My wife loved the show, and it was kind of an anniversary present. After working our way through a gigantic uh, crowd that was enjoying some really, really loud rap music in the Cultural District, we got to the Benetton just a few minutes before showtime, just as we had planned. Uh, Just wanted to get there in time to see the show. And as we took out our tickets, a woman handed my wife and me a mask. My wife said, what's this for? And we were told that there was a mask policy. Neither one of us had any intention of sitting through a three-hour show with a mask on. That wasn't going to happen. So we went to the box office to see if there was any chance we could get a refund. That wasn't going to happen either. So uh, neither were the two of us going going into a place uh, to sit where we had to sit for three hours with a mask. That wasn't going to happen, which I wouldn't have done if the Beatles had come back in their prime for a show. I wouldn't have gone in there with a mask. And when I asked why the masks were required... I was told that, well, you know, there'd been a spike in cases and the cultural trust had determined that it was time to mask up again for a while. Now, uh, I pay zero attention to anything that the cultural trust says or does. So, of course, I had no idea that the policy had changed. And by the way, it's changed back now. I think either for today or tomorrow, you don't need a mask. So you would have died if you'd gone in there Saturday with a mask. Tomorrow night, not a problem. So I tried not to go off the handle too much, but I let them know in the box office how stupid I thought it was. And when I was told about the spike in cases, I responded with, who gives a blank? So we left, but not before I made sure that I asked the nice people in the box if they, box office rather, if they, uh, if they realized that the masks are useless. I don't know who it is at the uh, Cultural Trust who came up with the idea, but he or she is a moron. And by the way, I did tell the people there that the masks were actually more theater than the show that was going to be starting in a few minutes that I was going to miss. So we walked out the door. I handed the two tickets to a woman who was greeting people outside the theater. I said, hey, if anybody comes by and wants to see the show for free, give them these. I paid 318 bucks for them. My wife and I went home. We went to the movie, the Jersey Boys movie. So our goal now is to see how long we can go without ever setting foot in downtown Pittsburgh. And you know what was worse than the thought of sitting there with a mask for two and a half to three hours? The stupidity. I could not have enjoyed the show with that kind of stupidity surrounding me. So that's my story. Anyway, when we come back, I'm going to talk to someone in Whitehorse, Yukon Territory, Canada, about some really important stupidity, and that would be Justin Trudeau's ridiculous statements about guns. And in our second half hour, we're going to talk to Republican Congressman from Pennsylvania about the big guy's trip to Philadelphia tomorrow. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com.
Of all the questions you get asked every day, this one you shouldn't ignore. How much money in your 401k or IRA is actually yours? Not what its current value is, but how much of it will end up in your pockets, not the government's. Remember, you still might owe taxes on that money, so make sure you aren't overpaying. Keep every dollar you're entitled to. Look, I know it's confusing, it's complicated, and it definitely isn't fun. That's why at the Synergy Group, we work with tax professionals to help make sure you aren't paying more in taxes than your fair share. It's your money. You deserve to know what's at stake. Call our team at the Synergy Group today for your complimentary tax analysis. 412-673-7760. Don't do the IRS any favors. 412-673-7760. Securities offered through JW Cole Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through JW Cole Advisors. JW Cole Financial and JW Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. Neither the firm nor its agents or representatives may give tax advice. Where are your family's old film reels, videotapes, and photos? Are they sitting in dusty shoeboxes and neglected bins at risk of completely fading away? Digitizing your aging media with Legacy Box is the safe and easy way to preserve and pass down your family's legacy. Simply send your Legacy Box kit filled with old home movies and pictures. Legacy Box does the rest, converting your moments to DVD or digital. Legacy Box has been trusted by over 1 million families and has over 10,000 five-star reviews. Be your family's hero. Unlock the memories trapped on VHS, camcorder tapes, and 8mm reels. Experience the joy and excitement of rewatching your wedding day, baby's first steps, and Christmas mornings. Feel relief knowing all those cherished moments are safe from fires and water damage. The Legacy Box Father's Day event is happening now. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 50%. Legacy Box is great for your family or as a gift for dad. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, it's time for another great lesson from the Great White North on what could happen here. Here's a statement from uh, Prime Minister Gurley man, Justin Trudeau. Quote, we have a culture where the difference is guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada. And there are lots of gun owners and they're mostly law respecting and law abiding. But you can't use a gun for self-protection in Canada. That's not a right that you have in the Constitution or anyone or anywhere else. Well, lots, if uh, not most Democrats, would like to see that happen here. D.J. Sumanik is a Canadian guns right activist. He lives in Whitehorse, Yukon Territory. He's known on social media as Yukon Strong. You can find him there on Twitter. And he joins us now. D.J., thanks for being here. Hey, uh, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, so, um, so what happens, uh, D.J., if you're home there in, uh, in uh, Whitehorse, Yukon, and uh, somebody breaks into your house and you have to shoot them with your hunting rifle. What happens? Well, you're going to get in a, a lot of trouble from the RCMP, which is the police force here. Um, you're looking at the very minimum you're going to be facing firearm charges probably for improper storage. You're not supposed to have readily accessible firearms in the house. Um, and the legal fight of your life, basically, to defend yourself in court uh, in the fallout. There's been uh, many cases here in Canada where, you know, uh, people have had home invasions, of, you know, life threats, um, and they've been rung through the court system far worse than the criminals who attacked them to begin with. So if, uh, and I, I was talking to you earlier, earlier today, and you told me something that was just stunning, that if someone breaks into your house with a knife, 
You're not allowed to use a gun, I guess, because it's not a fair fight? Well, this is the thing. So when Trudeau made his statement how you don't have a right to self-defense in Canada, he's he's correct in the sense that, yeah, we have no castle doctrine. Like, you don't have this inherent right to defend your house, home, and family, and property. But it's not as clear as that. We do have a right to self-defense in Canada. However, it's based on this sort of appropriate level of response that's a really big gray area. So let's use your example of of a knife. If somebody comes in my house and threatens me with a knife, well, at, at the most, I'm allowed to use the same level of force to defend myself. So if I have a gun and they have a knife, well, I'm going to be in trouble there. And I've pulled up the legal vermin here for your listeners. Um, and it basically says everyone who is unlawfully assaulted without having provoked the assault is justified in repelling force if they use force that is not intended to cause death or grievous, grievous bodily harm and is no more than is necessary to enable him to defend himself. So if that person has a gun, and then you're allowed to use a gun. But even then, there's a few caveats. So there's a subsection here called extent of justification. So you're justified to use the force if they cause it under reasonable apprehension of death or bodily harm from the violence with which the assault was originally made or with which the assault assailant pursues his purposes and they believe on the reasonable grounds that he cannot otherwise preserve himself from death or grievous bodily harm. So, for instance, say the guy comes in your house and swings a knife out of your head. Well, if there's a shield or something you could use to defend yourself without attacking him, it would be your legal burden at that point to defend yourself mm-hmm. and not, not attack him. You know, it's, it's absolutely insanity. And realistically, like if you're a legal firearms owner in Canada... If you have an attacker come in, in the house and, and try to do something, a home invasion, something of this manner, and you defend yourself and wound the assailant, it's basically like some of the worst legal trouble you could ever land yourself in. You're, you're looking at hundreds of thousands of dollars and lawyer bills just to, to prove your innocence. And they, you have to justify in court that, A, there was a reasonable attempt to, to attack you, B, there was no other choice to defend yourself with lethal force and see that, um, you know, you actually felt that your life was in danger. It's it's totally open to interpretation by, by the justice at hand, and your hands are really tied from a legal perspective. So if you're, if, if you're upstairs uh, in the bedroom and you hear somebody breaking into your house, do you yell downstairs, excuse me? Uh, do you have a gun or a knife? Because I, I got both up here. I got a I got a knife here by the bedside. I also have a gun. I'm just trying to get, figure out which one I should bring downstairs with me. I mean, is that how it works? <laughs> it's just uh, more or less. You know, you're you're supposed to call the police and hide, I guess. But you know, that said, like there have been cases where people, yeah, have used lethal self defense, and it was found justified, and, and they didn't wind up with criminal charges, but. Again, you still get dragged through the court system, but the process is the punishment in itself. And firearms ownership in Canada, it's just a huge legal liability from every perspective. You, you actually give up some of your rights, like protection from search and seizure from the government. The chief firearms officer in your province can come in, search your home at any time without cause or warning, can come in and inspect your, your firearms and for whatever reason, and you don't you don't have the right to deny that. Whereas an average citizen who's not a license holder, no, the police can't come in. They need a warrant. You know what I mean? So it really, what, what I would advise your listeners is that the situation when it comes to firearms in Canada, it's just really the tip of the spear when it comes to civil liberties in our country and yours, and that with the erosion of firearms rights, you quickly see all your other rights start to erode afterwards. And right now, Canada is in a very dark place. It's a very serious situation. We have a housing crisis, an energy crisis, uh, you know, a food crisis. We have, you know, uh, basically everything that could be going wrong with our country right now is going wrong. And 
it's starting to hurt. People are going hungry. People are losing their homes. People are losing their jobs. And um, it's it's only taken you know one term from a from a really radical sort of individual to completely divide and destroy our country. It's going to take twenty to thirty years to recover. <laughs> wow. Are, are most Canadians okay with, with the statement that I read from Trudeau? I want to get to more stuff about Trudeau in a minute, but I, I, just focusing on this, the guns right thing, uh, rights, uh, is, are most Canadians, when they hear him say that, do they just nod their head or do they want to, they want to run to the ballot box and get him out of there? Well, with what the MO is for this government, and I would argue that you will soon see in the United States, is that through legislation, they generally start to encourage and fan the flames on social problems. For instance, we've had Bill C-75 here passed a few years back, which reduced the mandatory minimums for serious charges like terrorism, okay, and child endangerment. Uh, that was followed up uh, with other bills, too, that seriously, um, you know, grant leeway to violent gang crime. Uh, that Bill C-5 is going through right now. Basically, if you're a gang banger in the streets shooting up uh, uh, another gang member over drugs, there's no more mandatory minimum. The Supreme Court just passed a ruling saying that mandatory minimum life sentences for mass murder, I want you to listen to carefully, mass murder, okay, they're, they're saying that it's inhumane, that it shouldn't be an automatic life sentence, and that the, the ruling actually states in the decision that passing on more than one life sentence is considered inhumane. So that means in a mass murder situation, if you kill one person, you might as well kill 50 because there is no incentive to stop. You, the most you're ever going to be charged for is, is one person moving forward. And this was basically done because... Uh, a young kid here kind of went crazy. He went after a mosque uh, attacking um, Muslim Canadians, and uh, they're saying, oh, he's just a kid, and he didn't know any better. And now, of course, his lawyers have delayed his proceedings and whatever till after this ruling, and there's a very good chance by the time he's my age, he's going to be out on the streets living his life free. You know, so... And how many people did he kill? Uh, I think, ooh, geez, off the top of my head, I believe it was 11. Mm -hmm. I can't recall the exact number, but he, 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 it was a, a definitely an extremist attack. You know, yeah, he, yeah. he went crazy and, and, and shot people. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we need to make sure that that type of crime is punished above anything else in our society. We can't be having this sort of backdoor, well, maybe we can re re rehabilitate and forget it. And, this goes back to my original statement about the MO uh, of the government. So they do this so that these types of crimes can continue to happen. And then when it comes election time, they offer this political solution. If you vote for us, we'll save you from the guns. But they're the, they're the ones who are allowing this violent crime to continue. They're the ones who are not, um, not only refusing to pass legislation to prevent it and, and grant funding and access to, to address the root problems, they're, in fact, passing legislation to encourage it, lighten the, the sentences. And this leads to more incidents, which, give, which gives them more ammunition to use for emotional manipulation. And the recent handgun ban here in Canada, well, it's, excuse me, they're calling it a handgun freeze, uh, was a direct result of the Uvalde shooting down in Texas, mm -hmm. right? Right. So he, he's using international incidents now to justify uh, seizing our property and undermining our civil liberties. Like, they had the legis legislation pre-written, and they just waited for this to happen, something like this to happen somewhere, and then they got on the, on the news, and, and this is what they're doing. So, no, I would not say that most Canadians um, um, are okay with that style of governance. However, if you're living in a city where there's gang crime and gang violence, like Toronto, which is the biggest uh, epicenter for uh, electoral outcomes. We have what are called electoral districts, and the, the GTA, the Toronto area, is, is if you win that, basically you have a really good chance of winning a majority government. They're all living in fear because these gangbangers are running around shooting each other over drugs, so they just they, 
that's the only experience they have with guns. Whereas the rest of Canada, which is millions of us, are out there hunting, fishing, using um, um, firearms safely and legally to sport shoot, hunt, and provide ourselves with food. You know, this fall, like everyone in Canada is going to be out there hunting just because of food prices alone. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, people don't see that. All they see is, oh, my God, guns are going to get us. Look, there's, this mass shooting is going to happen. And in Canada, you know, we basically have every single type of extreme gun control you could ever ask for. We have a registration, background checks, safety courses. We get daily checks from RCMP to make sure we haven't stepped out of line with the law. You have to get spousal permission. X permission in order to purchase a firearm like it's crazy now, wait a minute. Let, wait, let, me, let me stop you there dj you if you want to go yeah. buy a gun your wife has to give you permission and your ex-wife correct and that is to apply for a gun license you can't you can't get a gun license without their approval and the rcp the police interviews them before you're approved so th- these things are already all in place and, it, and what that's led to is in Canada, we have, like, the lowest homicide rate among licensed gun owners. Like, AR-15s have been legal in Canada since the 1970s. There's never been uh, even a single homicide, never a mass, never mind a mass shooting with an AR-15 in Canada since the 1970s, right? Mm-hmm. Yet, the Trudeau government just banned them. They're saying, well, this is, these guns are too dangerous. And it's like, well, no, barbecue forks are more, more dangerous. There's been stabbings with... And, and and killings, you know, like with a hammer. Right. And, uh, yeah, yet an AR-15, never. And the reason for that is because the owners are severely monitored, checked, tracked, and traced by, by the S&P. Yet, where does it all lead? Confiscation. It's just proof that you cannot give an inch mm-hmm. to these gun control people. You cannot accept guilt for crimes you did not commit. Okay, and this is this is really the, the the heart of gun control. When you see this stuff with Uvalde happening, it's like, okay, well, we're going to do criminal background checks, and we're going to increase the minimum age to 20, 21. Okay, reasonable, right? But the problem is, you have twelve people behind that person making a reasonable request. They're a- asking for full out confiscation, registration, magazine limits. Okay, and at the underlying heart of the matter is no matter how small the restriction that's put in place, you're accepting guilt for a crime you didn't commit. You had nothing to do with it. You were not the cause. The gun was not the cause. You're accepting the responsibility. And once that precedent is established, they use it to take everything. And it's, it's insidious, it's evil, it's divisive, and it pits one side of our society against the other. And the bottom line is there is no, um, you know, real value to any of our human rights, like whether they're in the Bill of Rights or the Constitution or here in Canada we have the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, there's no incentive for the government to uphold those rights unless they face a consequence for infringing them. And I would say an armed society is the best deterrent against them. Yeah, and the amazing thing is that that's all happening about three hours from where I'm sitting right now. Um, DJ, I only have about a minute and a half left here. Um, just tell me what you would what would be your advice to the to Americans as they see um, attempts to well for gun quote unquote gun control here in the United States. That you should move immediately to establish definitions on things like assault rifle. Uh, you know that's what the, the gun grabbers they, they do. They use language. They change definitions. Um, you saw that with of course vaccine mandates etc. With the um, FDA or NIH, they changed the definition of vaccine, right, to make it more scary. They lower the bar. And it's important that, from a legal perspective, you establish direct definitions that exclude the ability for these people to use rhetoric to frighten the general public uh, with misinformation and, uh, again, make sure that if they're going to try and do a ban, they're going to have to meet, meet a legal threshold for something. And more than that, you need to be aggressive to reaffirm your rights before they are under attack. Not, it's not okay to just try and undo things or sit, sit complacently and defend. You have to reaffirm and go further and reach further 
so that they are put on the defense and say, oh, okay, okay, let's just leave this one off. DJ? And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm out of time. Uh, uh, you have my number. Anytime, any, uh, if anything comes up up there that you think would be interesting to my audience, give me a call, please, okay? Yes, and I would encourage your audience to take what you're talking about seriously because this is on the border of your country. It is a very serious issue, and it will spread to your country, and it will lead to the erosion of your way of life. Thank you very much, DJ. I appreciate it. DJ Shamanic, and you can find him at Yukon, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Yukon Strong on Twitter. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Democrats held more hearings today on the January 6th Capitol riot. Committee Chairman Benny Thompson says it's no mistake rioters converged on the Capitol building. We know they were there because of Donald Trump. Now we hear some of the things they believed. We're standing up, we're here, and whatever happens, we're not laying down again. House Republican Caucus Chairwoman Elise Stefanik says the committee has done nothing to uncover the real truth behind January 6th. And it does absolutely nothing to address the numerous crises Americans are suffering from every single day. The next round of hearings is set for Wednesday. Bob Agner reporting. In Texas, police shot and killed a person who... Had a gun at a sports and fitness venue near Dallas, where about 150 children were attending a day camp. No children were hurt in the shooting this morning at the Duncanville Fieldhouse. This is SRN News. Everybody, Mark Davis for Advantage Gold. Investing and protecting your retirement is a real challenge these days. Raging inflation, the hyper-volatile stock market. You don't have to sit and watch it all unfold. Thousands of retirees are safeguarding their retirements with physical precious metals like gold and silver inside their IRAs and 401ks. One company I trust for this, Advantage Gold, the number one highest rated gold company on TrustLink seven years in a row. For a free gold IRA investment kit, call Advantage Gold, 800-741-4653. Call 800-741-GOLD. Don't sit idly by while the stock market and inflation destroy your retirement savings. For a free gold IRA investment kit, call 800-741-4653. They'll answer all your questions, including if your current retirement account qualifies. Call 800-741-4653. Find out how easy it is to put precious metals in your IRA or 401k. Call 800-741-GOLD. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult your investment professional before investing. AM 1250, The Answer. The Mike Gallagher Show. Fighting the good fight. Big city district attorneys aren't prosecuting criminals. You ought to see New York. It's like Gotham without Batman. People jumping over turnstiles, stabbing people in the back. They're letting them go into the drugstores and clear the shelves because they're not prosecuting them. Because that's what the Democrats want. Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9. Right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The Answer. I'm Father Don Fisher inviting you to join me for my new show, Pastoral Reflections. I pray that it is an uplifting, inspiring program that will deepen and enrich your understanding of your spiritual journey and most especially open you to the promise of God's indwelling presence. It enables you to know a love that exceeds all others. I hope you'll join me on Sunday morning at 7.30 on News, Opinion, Insight, The Answer. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
Inbound Parkway East delays downtown 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. In addition, inbound the off-ramp at Glenwood is shut down for some construction. Now on the Parkway West, some busy spots inbound between Green Tree and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. On Bates Street, that is shut down with construction for the Hazelwood Green Project between Boulevard of the Allies and Glenwood off-ramp. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. We'll see increasing clouds for tonight with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm from late evening on. Storms can bring flash flooding and damaging winds will reach a high of 68. For tomorrow, watch for a severe thunderstorm. Otherwise, it'll be warm and humid with clouds and sunshine, the high 87. Wednesday, periods of sun, temperatures near the record of 96. It'll be humid with a thunderstorm. Expect a high of 95. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, the big guy is going to be in Philadelphia tomorrow. He's speaking at the AFL-CIO Constitutional Convention. He'll be telling them how much he loves labor unions, unless, of course, they work for a union in the oil and gas industry. But anyway, chances are pretty good he'll uh, spread the blame around for $5 a gallon gas and Jimmy Carter-esque inflation that we're dealing with right now. Congressman Fred Keller is a Republican. He represents District 12 in Pennsylvania. That's uh, in the middle of the state. He joins us now. Thanks for being here, Congressman. I'm glad to be here, John. So um, what do you think the president will say about inflation tomorrow? Who's he going to blame? It's gonna, it's a Tuesday. Well, it's, uh, you have to look at his notes to see who wants to blame on Tuesdays. But uh, here, here's the whole point. He has nobody to blame but himself. Uh, it's his fault that we're in his mess. It's his, his runaway spending. It's his assault on American energy. And quite frankly, hitting Pennsylvanians very, very hard. Uh, when you take a look at what he's done to uh, natural gas and, and oil production. So pipelines, uh, we could go through the whole list of things. He could reverse it very quickly by getting to leasing uh, on federal lands, by uh, expediting permits for pipelines, exploration, LNG exporting. And the benefits of that are great because the benefits would be lower costs at the pump. People would be able to afford do, to do more of the things they enjoy to do. It'd be more jobs. It'd be like it was just a few years ago, we were energy independent, we had a booming economy, and more people were building, and more people were investing in infrastructure, and doing all those things that we do that would uh, employ those union workers, whether they're in gas and oil or not. Well, he was just out there a day or two ago saying that um, the permits are there, and the, and the oil companies aren't uh, drilling. I've given them the permission to drill, and they won't do it, and it's all about their profits. They're out there uh, gouging people, and and that's why the prices are so high. I, it was just might have been over the weekend. He said it. Well, he, he said a lot of things. I, you know, his administration has also said he ought to go get electric vehicles too. Um, but quite frankly, here, here's the whole point. He can talk about people having leases, but if you don't have uh, pipelines uh, to get it uh, to where it needs to go, if you if you can't uh, if you don't have the permits to do the drilling and stuff, he can talk all he wants about leases. The point is, he, he said it when he was campaigning, and he's, he's doubled down on it since he's been in office when he shut down drilling uh, on federal lands and uh, when he's come out against this. And you know what? In America, I didn't know that there was a bad thing about making a profit. I mean, anybody that's in business, anybody that uh, goes to work every day knows that you have to be profitable. And it's, that is not the issue. The issue is Joe Biden's assault because he even said that he wanted to make sure this is, this is necessary to to the to the electric vehicles and what he wants to do there that's what he said too so mm-hmm. i i think he doesn't remember what he says one day to the next so um back to him being and he's going to philadelphia to speak to the afl cio convention um it's been a, a kind of a, a well-known thing for a long time that the democrats can count on the labor unions for support now they'll get lots of money from the unions but what about the support from the rank and file? Uh, what do the Democrats have to do? What do, what do they have at this point to sell to blue-collar workers that would make them want to vote for them? You know, that's, that's the question I'd like to hear the president answer because, quite frankly, the blue-collar workers are paying more for uh, energy to uh, heat their homes, to put in their gas tank, uh, to do the things they like to do. They're paying more for food. Uh, they don't have a lot, and they don't have, they don't have the jobs. They don't have the jobs they had before because – we don't have the, you know, they can talk all they want about the booming economy and everything else, but they got inflation and real wages are down. In Pennsylvania, it's going to cost another, uh, you know, $5,000 a year to afford the same things that they were able to afford last year because of Biden's inflation. And he, can, he can't blame it on anybody else but Joe Biden. 
since he's since day one when he started, he was an assault on American energy. Uh, you, you know, he can talk of you know, I think he wants to about buying America, made in America, but you're not going to do it without American energy. We're getting closer to the midterms. Um, only about four and a half months from now, I guess. Um, is there a chance that anything other than inflation could be the number one issue? Four well, months from I now. mean, uh, uh, you know, really, uh, that seems to be the biggest thing that's hurting everybody. And, and think about what inflation does. It, it, uh, it, it hurts you when you're trying to buy groceries. It hurts you when you're trying to get to work and fill your car with gas. It hurts you when you're trying to save for your kid's college. Uh, so, you know, they talk about education. Well, if people have more of their own money, they'd be able to save for college. I think educate, or, um, uh, inflation is going to be the big thing. Um, you know, it's, it's just been, there are so many crises that he's, he's created uh, uh, since he got in office in January 20th of 2021 uh, that the American people really are fed up with it. And I think they're ready, for, uh, ready to have America first again. What will the uh, Republicans' message be on inflation? I mean, you've gone over it pretty close, pretty much right here. Uh, but what will Republicans' message be that, that you think that can switch a Democrat to a Republican uh, in November? Well, the things we're talking about aren't, aren't right or left. They're right or wrong, really, is where it comes down to. And uh, what, what's going to get people to vote for the Republicans is the fact that the Republicans have belief in the American people. The Republicans know that if, if the government doesn't put burdensome regulations upon them as they, they let them do what Americans do best, which is work and innovate, uh, that the American people will figure it out. And uh, that's what we have to say. We have to say, hey, look, we're going we're to get regulations out of the way. We're going to allow you to develop American energy. We're going to allow you to make things in America. And we're not going to regulate you to death so that you can't do it. And I, th- I think that's going to be it's going to be a breath of fresh air for for, for Americans. And, uh, you know, that's that's what they're after. They're, they're after they run their government, not the government running them. And I think that's that, that's the message that, that we have for them, because the strongest economy in the world was built when there were fewer regulations and we were energy independent. And that's what we need to get back to. We're talking to Congressman Fred Keller, uh, Republican representing District 12 in PA. So, Fred, you get you guys win in November. We'll take the take back the House, take the Senate. Um that's great, and everybody will be happy, but what's the first thing you need to do uh, in January when you take over? Well, the, the first thing we need to do is we need to make sure that Americans know that we're serious about this, and we need to start putting legislation on the president's desk that reverse these disastrous policies. And I'm hopeful that the American people will give us enough of a majority to send that message to them loudly and clearly like they did in the 1990s with President Clinton. Yeah, um, he changed big time in 1994. Um, I mean, he, he almost became a Republican. It, uh, it was, but that was the first time, I think, in 40 years that the uh, the, the Republicans took over both both uh, the House and the Senate. Both chambers. Yes, absolutely. But you know what? I think the majority is going to be that big this November that it's going to send a clear message uh, to, to, to people that you know uh, that the American people don't want a government that runs them. They want to run their government and. Uh, that's uh, the, the Democrats are going to learn that the hard way on November in November. What's what's kind of uh, interesting or curious for me uh, is uh, just um, in the uh, just especially with Biden here recently, but just in the last uh, 15 years or so. And I guess you'd have to include Republican presidents in there, too. Um, uh, the executive order, it seems like uh, the exec the executive order is now uh, t- kind of made both houses of uh, Congress less relevant so that you can take over. But if he, if he can, if he can, with a stroke of a pen, shut down the Keystone pipeline, what are you got? What are you going to do about it? If you're the, if you're uh, controlling the house and the Senate, you start not to fund his agencies. You, you start not to fund his agencies. So, t- control the purse strings. Uh huh. Okay. Take away his money. Take away his money. That's what you do. Uh, you know, and here's the other thing, Congressional Review Act. You start reviewing things, you put it on a desk, you know, uh, eventually you have to sign those things. But you, you start making the case for that, that, hey, look, we're going we're to start repealing these regulations. And, and you take back control in Congress. And I tell you what, the executive order to carry out the intent of a law and make sure that law is enacted is one thing. An executive order to create law 
and, and, and do your own thing from the executive branch is something totally different. Yeah. Uh, there are executive orders that President Trump signed that, were, that, that carried out the intent of the law and didn't try to circumvent it and go around the law. And, and that, that's, I think, a big difference. Another thing you're going to see is, you know, uh, crime. I think you talked about inflation. You're going yeah. to look at crime. You've seen crime going up all across the country. And, you know, they can pretend like they weren't the party of defund the police, but that's what they were. That's what they said. Uh, they did nothing when, when cities burned in 2020 uh, except encourage these rioters. And, uh, you, know, they've, uh, you know, when you talk about law enforcement, our Border Patrol are law enforcement. And down at the border, you know, when you're talking to the, uh, the Border Patrol agents, they feel like they're being left out, uh, you, you know, not supported. Mm-hmm. And uh, I heard that firsthand, and, and, and the, uh, the morale is pretty low there because they don't have an administration that's going to stand up for them. I mean, uh, law enforcement law enforcement. It starts uh, right from the top, and you need to support people that are keeping us safe, uh, whether it's at our border or in our communities. Now, um, you mentioned um, crime. What about guns? Apparently, uh, just enough Republicans in the Senate, 10, if you count Mitt Romney, uh, have agreed to a plan, and that makes uh, it filibuster-proof. How is that going to play with Republican voters? Uh, I I know you can't put too much weight on social media, but over the weekend, a lot of upset people uh, because, uh, because the magic number of 10 was reached there, which means that the Democrats can get it through. Well, I don't, we haven't seen any text, any legislation yet. Uh, so, you know, they can talk about their framework. They can talk about everything else they have. But I think the, I think the devil's in the details here. We're going to wait and see what happens here. Uh, you know, I, the thing we need to focus on is we need to stop. We need to focus on the violent individual and not the instrument they use to perpetrate harm upon another individual. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, that, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, it goes back to, to Ronald Reagan when he said we need to restore the American precept that an individual's are responsible for the acts that they commit. Uh, you know, it's not always society. Yeah. And um, we need to start. And, and it goes to the lawlessness. When you, when you don't value law and order, this is the kind of stuff you get. Mm-hmm. And I think if you take care of the smaller things, uh, the bigger things go away. Take care of, take care of the crime. Don't, don't be letting criminals out on the street. Don't, you know, look at Philadelphia. And you look at what Krasner's done out in Philadelphia. Yeah. These guys, aren't, they're, not, they're not prosecuting the individual's and keeping them in jail that they're harmed. And I tell you what, let's make jail a place people don't want to be, too. Yeah, okay? Right. I'm all for that. I didn't watch... That the-, means, the word will get out. The word will get out. The word will get out that it's not a pleasant place to be, and people won't do things to go there. I hear you. I didn't watch the January 6th hearings today, uh, because I don't think they're legitimate, and they, they don't deserve my attention. And uh, so, But do you see any votes uh, being changed by what happens with that, wherever that thing goes? No, I, I, I did. I, I don't think so. I, and I was, I, I was, uh, watch, I watched them when they had them on prime time. My wife made some popcorn, and we watched the show. And uh, I heard Liz Cheney say, "You will see, you will see." And and every time she said that, here's what she meant: "You will see what we're trying to peddle. You're going to see what we want you to see." That's what she means. I mean, these, these things, and the American people know it, are just a showcase for for what they want to do. When you take evidence and you change it, or you t- it, it, it's not no longer evidence, it's a political sideshow. And that's what it is, because they don't want to talk about the disaster of the things they've supported, which is the runaway inflation because of their spending. They don't want to talk about the energy uh, uh, crisis that they've committed, uh, uh, you know, m- making sure that we're no longer energy independent and it's costing us so much more. They don't want to talk about these things. They don't want to talk about the situation around the globe because it started right when Blinken sat in Alaska and let the Chinese Communist Party lecture us. That started. Then it went to Afghanistan, and now, now we're looking at Russia. Uh, they feel emboldened. They wouldn't be doing these things with a strong executive. They didn't do it with President Trump because they knew it was serious. They know Biden is weak, and he isn't going to do anything. Um, we, need to, we need to show them we're serious, and that, that starts in November. The media will be focusing on abortion uh, as a major factor in this election, but polls show... It's not uh, a deciding factor. It's pretty well down the list of things people are going to base their vote on. But how much of a factor do you think the decision on Roe v. Wade, which could come Wednesday, how much is that going to be? Well, I'll tell you what. You know, they talk about things that are radical. Protecting life is not radical. What's radical is people that want to allow people to kill a baby up until the moment it's born. That's radical. Uh, And, you know, the American people don't support that. Um, and again, it's about valuing life. 
Uh, you know, we talk about all the things that we're talking about with crime and everything else. If you don't uh, stick up for the most defenseless, which is an unborn baby, um, you know, what's, what's going to make you stick up for any other life? I have one minute left uh, with uh, Fred Keller. He's Republican, represents District 12 in PA, Congressman. Dr. Oz is here for a rally tonight. Uh, what does he have to do to beat Fetterman? I think he just needs to make sure that uh, he does the same great things he's been doing to win the nomination, and that's, that's meeting with and listening to the American people. I've gotten to become friends with Dr. Oz, and I tell you what, he's an outstanding individual that cares and will do a great job protecting our freedoms, making sure we're energy independent, making sure he defends life, making sure he puts Americans first. That's what Dr. Oz is going to do as our senator from Pennsylvania. Is he a real Republican? Absolutely. Absolutely he is. Hey, I appreciate you coming on, Congressman. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. That's Congressman Fred Keller. We'll be right back. In 2008, I wrote the book, The Dumbest Generation. This is Mark Bauerlein. My first book chronicled the millennials who spent time staring at screens with extravagant hopes of a high-tech future. They were confident, optimistic, ambitious. Technology was to make millennials the smartest generation. In truth, it robbed them of faith, patriotism, history, art, literature, civics. The mentors didn't give them beauty and truth and greatness. Instead, millennials have looked for answers in utopian dreams of perfect justice and universal happiness that will only disappoint them. At age 30, they go for cancel culture. My new book, The Dumbest Generation Grows Up, From Stupefied Youth to Dangerous Adults, lays out the wreckage and shows how to rescue the next generation. If you'd like to learn more about my work, listen to my podcast at First Things Magazine, www.firstthings.com, www.firstthings.com. From best-selling author Mark Bauerlein, get the essential new book, The Dumbest Generation Grows Up, available wherever books are sold. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives, and he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers, this is John Steyerwald. For a limited time, you can save $90 on a pair of my slippers, and this blowout sale of the year is not going to last long, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop. The my slippers are designed to wear indoor and out all day long. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. Call 1 800 716 8087 and use the promo code STAG or Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code STAG. Again, this offer will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at MyPillow.com. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Fruits and vegetables are integral to any healthy diet. But why do so few Americans actually eat the recommended servings of produce every day? Because it can be difficult to prepare that much produce daily. Even processes like juicing leave out pulp and other parts of the produce that are dense in nutrients you need to stay healthy. Balance of Nature is the best way you can get all of the recommended servings of fruits and vegetables every day without eating a mountain of produce. By taking Balance of Nature, you are giving your body all the nutrients it needs to increase your cell's vitality. Get the nutrition that can only be found in whole, natural fruits and vegetables by calling 1-800-246-8751 right now. And don't forget to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer by using discount code BALANCE. Here's the deal. I've had constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating for years. I've tried a lot of laxatives and fiber supplements, but my symptoms keep coming back. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. 
them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we've been hearing a lot about uh, red flag laws that uh, could pop up here when the uh, Republicans and the Democrats come up with something for uh, gun laws that they want to you know, make, make some changes, make some improvements as they look at it. Um, I, <laughs> I just, uh, there's a guy named Jesse Kelly. I follow him on Twitter. He's, he's, he shows up on Fox every now and then. He has a nationally syndicated uh, radio show uh, called On the Right, but um, I saw his tweet today, and it's a it's a picture of our friend, and we haven't talked about uh, this this uh, lovely person for a while. You remember Doctor Rachel? That would be uh, Doctor Rachel Levine. Well, there's a picture of Rachel looking very pretty with a, a purple dress. Nice little, nice little touch of lipstick, some glasses, and the long flowing hair that uh, looks a little has a little bit of a um, uh, Weird Al Yankovic look to it. But uh, that, that's 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 uh, Doctor Rachel, <laughs> and uh, the there's yeah Aunt Rachel, and there's the there's the picture uh, of of, of uh, Aunt Rachel, and then this is the the uh, this is the uh, caption on the picture from um, Jesse Kelly. These are the people, quote-unquote, red flag laws would empower to decide, to decide if you're sane enough to have guns. Now, Dr. Rachel was a man until about, what, half an hour ago? And now he's a woman. He's a psychiatrist. And he's like the number two person at the uh, health department, federal, federal government. And I'm, I, I'm sure that uh, the good doctor will be consulted about red flag laws. Listen, uh, doctor, uh, uh, Aunt Rachel, you, uh, we're, we're, we're checking somebody out here. You're a psychiatrist. You're a perfectly sane person. What do you what do you think about this person who wants to have a gun? Oh, no, he's obviously insane. Take it from me. I know. Oh, boy, are we in a bad time. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.